Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is wellness syndrome? Thanks for asking. Here's my yoga instructor's number. You must try this detox juice. Download this diet app right now. Have you ever heard people give this kind of friendly advice to others in the past? Perhaps people have said things like that to you, with a little too much insistence for your liking. These days, there's a certain demand for people to pursue physical and mental well-being, which has become increasingly normalised. The term wellness syndrome has been used to describe the phenomenon. Where does the term come from? Norwegian researchers Carl Sederstrom and Andre Spicer released a book entitled The Wellness Syndrome in 2015. They explained that in modern Western societies, there's now a perceived moral obligation to be happy and healthy. Let's listen to Spicer addressing a Royal Society of Arts, Manufacturers and Commerce event in 2015. Today, wellness has become a moral demand about which we are constantly and tirelessly reminded. To be a good person is to constantly find new sources of pleasure. It means turning your whole life into an exercise of wellness optimization. It's as if we're saying a person who's physically and mentally healthy is a virtuous, respectable person. Whereas on the other hand, someone who doesn't take care of himself or herself is demonised and labelled as weak or lazy. Hence the syndrome part of the term. You could say that wellness has become an ideology. The concept is pretty close to that of personal development and self-help. And it's one that sells very well, since the wellness market is one of the most lucrative in the world. According to estimates from the Global Wellness Institute, it's set to generate $4 trillion in 2023. Isn't taking care of yourself a good thing? Yes, of course. The problem is that well-being is now a standard by which everyone is judged. Like Cedarstrom and Spicer, a number of other sceptics have questioned whether the obsession with wellness is actually good for us. In addition to being a moral imperative, it's often based on pseudoscience, corporate interests and unrealistic expectations. Think back to our episode on superfoods. They're a perfect example. So for one thing, wellness practices may not work as promised, and even worse, they may end up harming us by creating anxiety and guilt, leaving us permanently dissatisfied. After all, if we're unwell, either physically or mentally, we've only got ourselves to blame. It can actually be a dangerous belief system, and one which reinforces social discrimination. That's because in practice, access to wellness isn't a universal right. Most coaching services or therapeutic care come at significant cost and aren't covered by the NHS, so they're only really open to those who are already well off. There you have it. Now you know what wellness syndrome is. In under three minutes, we answer your questions and help you understand the true meaning behind the trends, concepts and acronyms that are making headlines. Listen along and you will really know for sure.